Our guest on the couch today is a young man who is busy making his childhood dream come true. He always dreamed of taking to the skies. And I came across Jake's story on the Facebook forum, The Village, which I know many of our listeners are members of like me. And I just loved the joy and the exuberance of the post describing how he had recently had his first flying lesson after many, many years of dreaming of this and sharing the news with everybody who chatted to him as he dropped off their butler's pizza that night. We thought after all the grim, awful news we've been dealing with the past few weeks, it would be really fun to share something exciting and uplifting. So, Jake Emery, welcome to Kev Talk and thanks for coming into studio today. Yeah, no problem. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it. Glad, to, glad you're having the experience of being in a studio as well as the experience of being in an airplane. Before we <laughs> talk about the dream of flying tell us a little bit about yourself okay well as many of you guys know my name's jake um i am 19 years old born 25th of january 2005 um i'm a cape town child i was born in um principality pinelands i live in ronabosh and um, i went to the international school of cape town for my cool. high schooling okay so 19 years old how old were you were you would you say when you first sort of the spark was lit that you wanted to be behind the controls of an airplane um I would say about when I was about eight or seven years old and I was on my way to Canada. Okay, tell us yeah. more. What happened that day? So um, I was at the airport looking at this one airplane. It was huge. It was a Boeing 747. And I was just looking at it, wondering how that something that big could just fly in the, fly in the air. And this one pilot, he came to me and he noticed my fascination towards it. And um, he invited me into the cockpit. Oh, wow. And he showed me the real behind the scenes, all the controls, where he sleeps, what he eats. And um, I was so interested in it. I, he let me sit in the seat. It was amazing. It was so comfortable. Um, <laughs> and um, and then he, before I after I, um, before I left um, to go sit down, um, he gave me a sticker that um, it was about ten centimeters wide. Um, it had it had, a, it had two wings on the side, yeah. um, and in the middle it said British Airways Future Pilot. And then Aww. yeah, that's that's basically how the it dream was born. Yeah, I mean, how amazing. And I'm thinking, I mean. Seven or eight years old. So that would have been not that very long after 9-11 where getting into the cockpit of a pie, of, a, of an airplane was not a very easy thing to do. I mean, back in the days when I was seven or eight years old, they frequently grabbed kids and took them to the front. <laughs> but it didn't happen a lot in the early 2000s. So amazing mm. that that pilot obviously spotted the big wide eyes on this chi- child and took the time to give them that experience. So that sticker saying British Airways future pilot, did you keep it? Have you still got it? I do. I did keep it. Um, I don't know if I still have it because that was a long time ago, like a really long time ago. But um, I'm sure I can find it somewhere. Um, yeah. I'm okay. pretty sure I still have it somewhere. So from there, the idea was born that maybe this is something that I could do. I mean, has it been sort of something that you've you've set your goals according to? Did you choose your school subjects and everything with a view to one day becoming a pilot? Yes, I made I made sure to specifically choose the subjects that I would need to become a pilot, like physics, maths and um, English. So let's talk a little bit about that because I think a lot of people don't really know what's involved. How do you become a pilot? What's it, I know it's lots and lots of hours of theory and practical, but, but talk to us a little bit about what that road looks like. So basically what needs to happen is you have to get your, uh, you have to first get your private pilot's license, yeah. um, which um, happens between 30 and 45 hours. Okay. You have to write eight theory exams, um, which contain air law, navigation, meteorology, which is weather. Um, and um, you need to do your first solo, obviously. That's, the, that's what I did when they, when they found out of, of the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, you have to... Um, you have to fly with an instructor. You have to do a long navigation um, somewhere, 
And then you have, then after that, you have to get your commercial license, which is about another 150 hours, give or Whoa. take, um, which is a lot. It's a lot. It could take a while to get there. Um, I think the fastest it's ever taken someone is about two or three years, probably. Gosh. Okay. Um, at the, but at the rate I'm going, I'm flying almost every day. Um, so I would, I'd, I'd reckon if, if I continue at the rate I'm going now, I'd say it'd probably take about two years. And I mean, besides the the thrill of being in the cockpit environment and and the, the mechanics of how a plane stays up in the air, is the appeal where it may take you? I mean, when you think of your future as a pilot, are you focused on yourself in the cockpit and the act of flying, or are you focused on the opportunities it opens up for you to see the world? A bit of both, actually. Yeah. I've seen I've seen a lot of behind the scenes of cockpits, not just in person, but like in YouTube videos. Um, there's a channel called Pilots Eye. I often watch. Yeah. Um, there's they have such beautiful scenes the, at night time when the buttons are all lit up. Um, the the clouds they're all amazing. The sunrise, sunset, um, and generally where it may take me. Um, if I if I work for a big airline like KLM or British Airways, there's lots of destinations like 200. Yeah. Probably not. Probably probably even more. Um, and they could take me anywhere, and um, the crew sometimes stay over for a little bit there, so yeah. they get amazing opportunities to travel around the place and sometimes stay there for about two or three days. So partly the experience of being in the plane and partly where the plane is going to take you. Um, if anybody, by the way, has questions about the process, you're very welcome to pop through a WhatsApp to 0725671567. Keith already messaging to ask whether you actually want to own your own plane one day or would you be content flying for other air for other airlines? Actually, I would like to own my own airplane one day. Um, yeah. I, if I if I did own my own airplane, um, it would be a lot nicer to fly because when you fly bigger airplanes, you often miss that feeling of flying a much smaller, more sensitive airplane. So let's talk about the flying you've already done. I mean, we stumbled upon your story because you had just delivered a pizza to somebody and blurted out how excited <laughs> you were because you'd had your first experience of actually going up in a plane. Uh, tell us a little bit about that that, that opportunity. Well, it's um, it's more of my first solo. So I had about mm. 15 hours, well, no, actually about 17 hours before, um, going up with the instructor, learning how to land. Getting the hang of landing can be quite a difficult thing. I only got the hang of landing on my 17th hour roundabout. It just happened one day. I just went from zero to hero. Um, okay. And quite um, important to get that right before they let you go. Very up on important your own, to I'd get imagine. that right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, and then after that, um, the, so on the day it happened, the instructor came with me. Um, he made he did a few circuits, um, basically take off, go around, land again, just to make sure, um, just to make sure you know what you're doing. Um, they do emergency situations with you, like engine failures, um, glides, things like that. So just just to just for him to make sure you you know what you're doing. And then when he feels absolutely confident, you can go by yourself. He gets out the airplane. He has a walkie-talkie, so um, he can monitor you with it. Wow. Um, and then you and then you just go. You do one circuit, and then um, you land back down, and they celebrate you with water. Well, I mean, what was that like? Can you try and describe the feeling when you were up there on your own for the first time, knowing that this is now a the dream is coming true right in front of me, and b it's all on me to land this plane safely. Nerve wracking, confident, just joy. What 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 was going through your mind and your heart up there? Yeah, well, um, before I took off, I was literally I was kind of shaking. I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness, this is actually happening, kind of thing, because um, I. Because I always anticipated it, but I didn't know like it would actually happen. But it actually did happen. Yeah. Um, so, but when I was up there, I was like, I all nervousness just left. I was d d just 
kind of excitement just came in full because I, I'm actually up here by myself. I feel kind of a sense of freedom, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Even though I was controlled, technically, okay. um, I still had the, I, I still had like the stick in my hand, the throttle in my other hand. I was still doing this by myself and it felt amazing. To be honest, after all those years to finally do it alone, it must have been incredible. Yeah. Now it takes a lot. It doesn't just take a lot of hours of theory and practical training. It also takes a lot of money to become a pilot because the training is expensive. You've got to drive out to an airfield, which is not in the middle of town. So the petrol, it all adds up. You are delivering pizzas for butlers uh, as one way of contributing to that expense. But I gather you had very supportive family backing you in this dream as well. Is yes. that right? Yeah. How much does yeah. that mean to you? Because a lot of parents, if you said, "I want to learn how to fly." I'm a mom. I would I would be terrified at the very thoughts. And uh, I know you've got to sort of try and enable our children's dreams, but they're scary ones in this category. Uh, have your folks ever said to you, oh, that's dangerous. We'd rather you did something a little safer? No, actually, my dad did his PPL when he was younger. Okay. Um, and he was he had experience with, um, with this kind of thing. Um, he actually did his when he was away from his family in Port Elizabeth. So my dad's all supportive with me. My mom, the, the day I went solo, she was she came to watch me. She loved it. She was crying her eyes out because <laughs> um, because it was like a my son's growing up kind of thing. It's yeah. like um, it's very it's a it's like twenty percent scary, eighty percent excited for for a parent. Amazing. I think. Well, Sandy, listening to the saying, this young man's enthusiasm just shines through the radio. The best of luck to him in the future. Uh, Anita also messaging to say, your young guest should watch, she says, Masters of the Sky. I think it's Masters of the Air, the new um, series about the young pilots recruited to fly in World War II. Have you seen that? Have there been sort of miniseries or movies mm-hmm. that, that inspired and kept this dream alive for you over the years? Uh, I haven't heard of Master of the Sea or Master of the Sky, yeah. or but I have watched both Top Guns, and I have to say the <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, amazing. Like that's if if that didn't keep the dream alive, yeah. I don't know what will. I'm going to be honest with you right now. What's your call sign going to be? Have you thought about it? <laughs> no, I, well, no, actually haven't. But okay. I'm thinking that there is a guy at Butler's Pizza that calls me Master of the Sky. So I'm okay. thinking somewhere along those lines. Sky Master 101 calling ground control yeah. one day. Okay, <laughs> something like that. So I mean, from here, it's still a long way to go. I mean, you've taken uh, it's more than the baby steps now. You've been up there in control on your own. You've brought it safely down to land on your own but still a good long way to go before first the private license and then as you've said many many more hours Mm. to fly commercially how I mean realistically at what point do you think you might be up there controlling a Boeing 747 that a Cape Talk listener listening right now (laughs) might step onto the plane and hear your pilot Jake this afternoon how far away is that well um, most airlines will probably only look at me if I have about a thousand hours roughly around there Um, so it's it's one thing in your commercial license you only need about 200 300 hours for that but then to actually fly for airlines you have to get a special license called an ATPL airline transport pilot's license and for that you need about a thousand hours so um, for I would probably give myself four or five years. Okay. it's. Yeah. I mean, it's astonishing that it can be done, but you are really, I mean, you are treating this as almost full-time. I know you, you've got the pizza delivery work yeah. on the side, but this, I mean, this is your goal as another student who finished alongside you in matric might have moved on to study their BCom towards a degree in accounting. This is your direction on your life path. So you're treating this as your full-time studying effectively? Um. Oh. Sort of like 80% full-time studying. Okay. Um, I'm also studying computer science right now. Um, I didn't do so hot on my exam last year, so I'm retaking my exam this year. Okay. But um, other than that and Butler's Pizza, I'm basically doing this flying um, my PPL um, for yesterday. Okay. Yeah. I mean, 
it's, your passion is obvious, Jake, listening to you. And I just, I mean, I, I, I wonder if you've ever had the opportunity to find that pilot, if you even know his name, who, who stuck that sticker on your chest all those years ago and said future pilot in training. What would you say to him if you could speak to him today? Well, I would say, Yo, did you know that a couple of years ago you actually inspired me to do to become a pilot? It wasn't just that, it was actually a lot of other things. Like I went to an air show once before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I could see that pilot, I would I would go, thank you for that corporate tour. You've um, really shown me what, what the behind the scenes were. Um, I would absolutely love that you second of it. And now look where I am now. Amazing. And and where he is now is firmly set on the path towards his ambition of one day becoming an airline pilot. His name is Jake Emery. So one day in the future, when you are sitting on that commercial flight and they introduce the crew to you and say your captain today is Jake Emery, remember that you were listening to him when he was only 19 years old at the very start of this journey right here on Cape Talk. I mean, the reason we wanted to talk to you, Jake, is not only because of the joy of seeing somebody dedicate themselves to a dream and have the opportunity to fulfill it as you're doing but also just this this enthusiasm of believing that it is possible did you ever doubt along the way that it might were there ever moments where you thought this is a pipe dream i'm never going to be able to make it happen or have you always been steadfast in the belief that i can do this mm, i'm going to be honest there were actually moments of the doubt like i would actually be able to do this um yeah. at um at, at school i would probably get probably lo- low mark for exams i was like no but then um but then i but then Honestly, the amount of work you put in and the results you get out of it, the result dramatically overpowers the amount of work you put in. So I said, you know what, if this is what I want to do one day and I could feel that it definitely was something I wanted to do, then I was willing to do literally whatever it, t- literally whatever it took to, for me to get in that airplane one day and go... This is your cat and Jake speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I get to hear those words one day, <laughs> Jake. And I, I mean, I have no doubt that you're going to get there because y- you've obviously stuck to this this plan and stuck to this dream and are so committed to making it happen. I have no doubt that you're going to get there. But to everybody listening, if Jake delivers your pizza from Butler's one night, please do tip generously. <laughs> it costs a lot of money to get flying lessons and log all those hours. And I really just hope that this this the sense of joy that is spilling out of you today is going to be something you hold on to as you move forward with this plan. Jake, thanks for sharing it with us today. It's been really fun having you in studio. Yeah, of course. No problem. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed sharing my experience. And to everybody else listening, let that be a lesson in never giving up on the dream because look what might happen. Jake Emery, future pilot in training.